is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline. I am really excited. My new website, Systems for Self-Care, will be launching soon. Stay tuned. It's not ready yet, but it is on its way. But until then, I am hopping on and I'm going to answer some of your questions. So the question I have today is, how to remember to do the new thing that is not on your radar yet. <laughs> yes. Um, this is so key. We are, what are we, uh, a little over two weeks into the new year. Um, and so you might have started the year like excited. Oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to start this thing. I'm going to do this thing. And then it didn't pan out how you wanted it to. Don't worry. <laughs> That's okay. You're normal. Uh, you're an imperfect, imperfect being trying to figure out like, how to navigate a new year, how to implement new self-care systems, how to take care of yourself, you're totally fine. So if you have had an imperfect first two weeks of the year, you are totally cool. Let's get in and let's answer this question so that you have, you know, you have a system, you have some knowledge, you have the know-how to actually implement it and make it something that you're doing. So what I'm going to do is use this, my little four quadrants, and I can't take all the credit. It's from Atomic Habits. I adapted it from Atomic Habits by James Clear. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through and explain um, his, his little four quadrants, and then I'm going to go through again, and I'm going to... Um, use examples of maybe new habits that if you have been trying to start this year, or maybe you've tried to start them in past years, but they've, they've never stuck because you didn't remember <laughs> that that was that new thing that you were going to try. So when you're starting a new habit, or when you're doing any habit, really, and there's a thing that's happening. So there's a cue, and when that thing happens, when you see that thing, it comes into your awareness, or it might even be happening subconsciously, but there is something in the environment or in the time of the day that happens, and then it tells you, like, ah, we would like a change in our emotional state, and then you do some sort of response. You have some sort of response. You do some sort of activity, um, and it gets you that emotional state, and then you learn Ooh, when I see this thing and I want to feel a different way, just do this and you will you will get that. So some examples um, that are already happening, like some habits that you might have, it's like um, when your phone beeps, that's a, a cue, you're like, oh man, it's like, it's uh, this pops up this question, what, what, could, what could that notification be? What could it be? Um, oh my gosh, I have to know. So there's this like curiosity, there's this like fear of missing out, you're like, I need to know what this is. So then what do you do? You click open your phone to see what is that notification, you learn what it is, and now you, it's been programmed into your brain. When that uh, phone buzzes, when that phone makes a noise, this is the stuff to follow through so that it relieves um, it relieves that emotion there. It relieves that, that like what's going on, that, that curiosity. Um, this is helpful to know that this is, if this is how habits get programmed in your brains, we can use this to start new habits. And this is really important because it's, there's a lot of different things happening. A lot of times when people want to start a new habit, this is it. They're just focusing on this. Um, or even, I don't even know, sometimes we don't even focus on the habit itself. We just focus on 
um, the result that we want, the goal, the outcome. Oh man, I want to run the marathon or I want to, you know, lose 30 pounds, whatever. We just, we focus on that external thing, but like, we got we got to see what's going on here. <laughs> we have to see what's going on with all of these four different quadrants. And that's going to help you remember to do the new thing. Um, it's going to help you bring it onto your radar. So I think that that's the first thing that we want to do is like, cool. If something's not on your radar, if you are forgetting to do that thing, we need to make it obvious. So in James Clear, in Atomic Habits, in the first quadrant, he asks the question, if this thing that you want to start is hard to remember, the solution to that is you need an obvious cue, right? How do phone companies get us or how do social media get us to open our phones? It's an obvious cue. It's like ding, right? You, Everyone knows what that notification means. Everyone knows what that cue means. We need an obvious cue for the thing that we're trying to implement um, that is healthy for us, okay? So let's just pretend that the new thing that you were trying to remember is, um, let's, let's just imagine that you've come up with the aspirational identity of being a healthy eater this year. Not a dieter, not a keto-er, not a whole-30-er, just a healthy eater and healthy, you know, in mo moderation, a moderate and imperfect eater, just a healthy eater, right? Moderation is healthy. <laughs> imperfect eating is healthy. So let's just pretend that that's your aspirational identity. Okay, cool. What does that person do? Ah, uh, that person... Um, takes time for lunch, and when they eat their lunch, they're not eating a giant uh, a giant sandwich and a Diet Coke and a bag of chips. No, a healthy eater, a moderate eater, and a perfect eater, they're probably having some sort of veggie and protein combination, okay? So if that's the habit, the habit is you want to take time for lunch and you want to eat lunch, eat a healthy lunch, and it's hard to remember. You you know, you just go through your whole work day and you forget to take time to eat because it's so busy. Or maybe you, you know, you walk to Subway and you get a sandwich every day. You walk to Jimmy John's, or you've been ordering takeout, whatever. Like either you're not eating or when you're eating, it's not the healthiest, most moderate thing. You're not, you're forgetting to like eat vegetables and protein. Cool. So it's been hard to remember that habit. We need to make that habit obvious. We need to make that um, put it on your radar that that's what you're doing. So cool. One thing you could do is um, the, you know, an alert on your computer, on your calendar. If you use that, it can be an alert on your phone. For me, I usually eat lunch around 12 p.m. What helps me is, um, I mean, that's just kind of how my day is set up. But like when I go to my fridge, I run through the five P's. So it's like, oh man, what am I supposed to eat right now? My, like I get so flustered. What am I supposed to eat? Oh cool, I can just run through the five P's. Plants, protein, a little bit of process, plenty of water, plate it, like plate it and sit down. No, you're not walking up back to your office to eat. You're sitting here and eating it. If you don't remember the five P's, you know, let's, you got kids pulling at you, you have meetings, whatever, a really, really easy cue, an obvious cue is you could put... Um, you could put the, the five P's, this is a little direction card. That's what I call these direction cards. All it is, is a fourth of a sheet of paper, an index paper, and it, you can just write out like P1 is plants, P2 is protein, P3 is processed fun food, P4 is plenty of water, P5 is plate it, right? So that's something that could just be on your fridge. This could be something on your calendar. Um, I mean, like if you are struggling, if you do not remember 
to um, do the thing, to eat the healthy lunch, or take the time for yourself, you need an obvious cue. And I'm actually, I'm going to run through the other four quadrants because a lot of times we're like, oh yeah, I know that I said I was going to eat healthy, but then we don't follow through. So we've remembered, I know I said I was going to do that thing, but I don't really feel like doing it. And then we come over to the second quadrant, which says, oh man, you don't really feel like doing it. Okay, well, you need an attractive identity. We have our aspirational identity. Man, I don't really feel, I don't really feel like eating, you know, vegetables and protein right now. I kind of just want to walk over to Jimmy John's. Oh, shoot, I said, that's right, I'm working on being a healthy, moderate, imperfect eater. Okay, that's right. So we found something attractive. That's attractive. That's attractive being able to take care of myself. Um, a change in emotional state. Okay, cool. Um, I am so sick and tired of being sick and tired. This is that opportunity for me to um, follow through on that little bitty action, right? Okay, so then we come down to the third quadrant. Does it feel too difficult? Does it feel too difficult to make a healthy, imperfect, moderate meal? Oh, wait, that's interesting. Look, our cue, our cue makes it so simple. Okay, grab the bag of salad and put some salad on a plate. Get some protein, whether that's like edamame or some animal-based protein, some deli, deli uh, turkey, whatever. Put that on a plate. Um, process. We can, you know, get some croutons, get a little cheese, get a little um, salad dressing, grab some water, put some, put some lemon in it, sit down and eat it, right? We've made it really, really simple, step by step. I actually write this stuff out. I'm going to show it to you, explain it to you in a second. But, like, I've written this stuff out. And on the direction card, it's written out there for you, too. This is something that you can make for yourself as well. And then what if, you don't stick to it. What if you're the person like, cool, I do that, like, once, but then I don't stick to it. We need to make a uh, satisfying internal reward. So the internal reward is like, oh, great, look. I said I was working on being a healthy, imperfect, moderate eater. Great, I did that. Like actually saying that to yourself or writing that down to yourself. Um, and then I also think that the external habit tracker, using the 365 habit tracker and just coloring in like, hey, I said I was going to eat a healthy lunch. I just ate a healthy lunch. And so what's cool is that now the, the habit tracker becomes, it, it helps you see like, hey, I've been showing up for myself. And then also can become the cue. So maybe the habit tracker is um, on your fridge. And after every meal, after you eat a healthy meal, you just color it in. Um, the thing I want to say about the habit tracker is you don't need to use that for the rest of your life. Once you have done this and you've got the reps in and you're like, cool, now I'm actually doing this, you don't need to keep using the 365 habit tracker. That is a tool to help you become this person, take on this habit. So I've shared this example before, but my 365 habit tracker, tracker from last year, I wanted to be someone who, you know, took care of their body, took care of their skin. Okay, cool. What does that person do? Uh, that person washes their face every day, right? So when I went into my bathroom uh, about to get ready to go to bed, this is my cue. Oh, yeah, you said you were going to wash your face. Oh, that kind of sucks. It's going to take three minutes to do this. Oh, right, it takes three minutes, you know. You're so sick and tired of having crappy skin. You'd like to feel proud of how you're doing. Great. You're going to follow through the steps. You grab a washcloth, uh, put some soap on your face, wash your face. Great. You're done. You're going to color this. So now the next time I go into the bathroom, it's like, cool. This is no longer hard to remember because I'm just doing it. Um, I'm in the same spot doing this. I've run through the same thing over and over and over again. Um, I don't need to color this. I don't need to color this little sheet of paper for the rest of my life. But I want to say that it took me 
what do we say? Five, four and a half months in order for that to become just a part of who I was being. So how to remember to do the new thing when it's not on your radar? You need a cue. You need a cue. A cue can be a direction card. Literally write out the directions for yourself. A cue can also be the 365 habit tracker, something to remind you. Um, I'm going to run through a couple of other things that I've used um, to remember to do the thing and some things that are working really, really well with my year growth uh, clients so far. So one of the things, I mean, for me, and again, I, I only give things to people that have worked for me. I hate when people are like, oh, that, that thing didn't really work for me, but I'm going to expect other people to work to, for it to work for them. No. I do, if, if something doesn't work for me, I am not going to give it to someone else. Um, so one of the things that I found so, so wonderful was doing the self-care session and using the, the self-care workbook. What's great about this, um, I am very absent-minded. I, I don't know. I just, when people are always like, oh, I'm a, you know, I'm a quick learner. I'm a fast learner in job, job interviews. I'm like, I'm not a fast learner. Like, I have to write everything down. I need to do, I mean, goodness, it took four and a half months, four and a half months of reps for me to be like, oh, yeah, okay, fine. I don't need to color this in. It takes me a lot of reps to get things programmed into who I'm being, is what it is, right? Um, so even for me, my mornings are set pretty much the same. And I've been doing the same thing for several, several months, but I still, it's really helpful for me to see it, to see it on paper. Um, it also takes out the guesswork. It takes out the, mm, are you going to do this thing or are you not going to do this thing? So when I start my morning and how I work with clients in, in your growth is we start with like, we go through like no, no media. All right, cool. I'm reminding myself, actually, I'm not going to check my phone. That's a new habit that I want to remember. I'm not checking my phone first thing in the morning. The first thing in the morning I'm doing is drinking a glass of water that's on the year of growth uh, self-care workbook, right? All right, I'm going to start my day with a glass of water. And then I'm going to fill my water up and bring it to my space. So those are like three new habits that we're trying to implement. Um, and log in to meet me. And then we're going to we're gonna do headspace. We're going to meditate for some time, right? So those are five, five new habits. I mean, coming to meet me in the morning. Five new habits. How are we, how do we know that this is something that we're doing? Well, we have a cue. It's obvious. It's, it's on paper right here. If you have a child and you walked into their elementary classroom, and maybe high school, I don't know, but I know um, as an elementary school teacher, I'm teaching the day, I have the schedule written out on the board so the kids know what to do. And also, it's not just written up there, but like you have to teach them, like, look, <laughs> this is art time, this is math time, right? So five-year-olds, five-year-olds can respond to those cues. Five-year-olds can learn to read a schedule we as adults, sometimes we think like, oh, you know, I'm just too smart. I'll remember. No, if you're not remembering, if this is something you've been struggling with year after year after year, stop saying, oh, I'll just remember or, oh, I'll just follow this diet. Put a cue into your day. Put, write it on paper. You're eating a healthy lunch. A healthy lunch consists of eating plants and protein to process, go through the five Ps or however you want to name it. You need to put some cues in your day so that you remember. So, okay, we talked about the washing the face. We talked about eating healthy lunches. Let's talk about journaling. So that's another habit that has been amazing. And I, I encourage all of my clients to become journalers. I was not a journaler growing up. I was not a dear diary 
um, by any means. But what journaling is great for is getting thoughts out onto paper, irrational thoughts. It's so good for that. It's also good for um, creating like an evidence log. So kind of going back to this, an external habit tracker, a journal is a great way to start collecting anecdotal data about yourself, evidence that you're showing up. Um, how did I become a journaler? Well, I like I have my journal next to my bed. And then also, so that's a cue. Hey, I'm going to go to bed. Oh, shoot, there's the journal there. There is always this like, oh, I don't really have to. I don't want to have to do this. That's just, that's like my natural reaction to everything. Well, I don't want to have to do this. Just like this whiny kids. I don't want to have to do this. All right, fine. It's going to take you like two seconds. And you're going to be proud of yourself because you are sticking to something, right? I make it really simple. The pen is right next to the journal and the journal is right where I go to bed. If I'm in bed and it's like, oh man, but I have to go, you know, I have to go upstairs to get the pen or I have to go upstairs to get the journal. It's too difficult. It's not going to happen, right? So, um, this is what, this is how I become a journaler. It, everything I need is right there. And the journal itself has become the cue to journal, <laughs> to actually do it. Um, so we talked about eating healthy journaling. Let's talk about exercise. So I know a lot of you are getting into running or maybe just moving your body any way you want, becoming a walker. I, I'm loving walking. Um, one way that you can do that I mean, again, if it's hard to remember, you need an obvious cue. So when I work with the Year of Growth clients, it's like right there. This is part of our day. We spend the first part working on mindset and then right in the middle of the workbook, move my body. We don't have to guess, like, are we going to do it? Or are we not going to do it? No, it's in the schedule. It's like written in there. There's no question about if it's going to happen. I will be the first to say I'm always surprised when it shows up. I'm like going through to do, oh shoot, it like I'm not joking. Every single time it is a surprise and I'm a little upset and disappointed. And then I'm like, hey, actually you're gonna be okay. Um, you are going to be that healthy, inconsistent person. Just follow through with it. It's 15 minutes, you will be fine. You'll color this in. And guess what? You get to be that healthy, inconsistent person who's proud of themselves. Um, so that would be my suggestion with, um, exercise or running in the morning. Another thing that's been really helpful for me, I've been really consistently walking with my mom and my dog this year. I'm really, since the pandemic started, my mom and I have been doing, um, we were doing morning phone calls for a while. We switched to doing afternoon phone calls, but it's like, how do we remember to do this? Well, there's a queue at 4 PM. I know I am going to call my mom. Um, I don't really feel like doing it. Oh, but wait, <laughs> I like connecting with my mom. I like having a good relationship with my mom. What are the, you know, what are the steps to us walking? I walk downstairs, I put a coat on and, and you know, grab the dog's leash and we go. It's super easy. And then it feels good, like, to say, like, hey, you just did something with your mom. Kind of sucks that you can't see your mom. COVID numbers are kind of crazy right now. We're not getting together at all. It feels good to be that person that is still connecting and has that relationship with their mom, even during a pandemic. Um, but that, like, that remembering to do these things, it would not happen unless we, like, thought through these things and, like, actually figured out a plan for us to do it. If we had this, oh, yeah, maybe we'll walk sometime. I don't know. Like, maybe, no, we said <laughs> at 4 p.m. So how, like, how do I remember that? It can be written to, into your schedule. 
Um, when I'm starting something new, like when I was taking on new clients, when, when I'm meeting with a new client, I set an alarm for 10 minutes before it's supposed to start. So I remember, but like, if you are not remembering the thing, you need to work on remembering the thing. But I think a lot of times we haven't broken it down or we haven't, we, we remember that we're supposed to do it, but we don't remember why. And if we click back to, oh, right, that aspirational identity. I am so sick and tired of feeling blank. I would like to feel blank. You know, doing this thing will help me move forward toward to being this person, this person that I actually want to be, this person that I want to be day to day. So those are my suggestions. A lot going on here. I'm going to post a, a picture of this too in a really good journal prompt for you to use. Um, this journal prompt, it basically just goes through these four quadrants, but it's been really helpful for myself and it's been really helpful for clients. Um, and it can be really helpful for you. If you have been trying to start a new habit, it's been kind of so-so. You've done it like you've gotten in like a few reps, but you want to be that person that's like consistently doing it and consistently like, like six days a week, seven days a week, pretty consistently, um, I would highly suggest using that journal prompt. Um, thank you so much for joining in. This has been great. I'm really excited about all of this. Again, the new website, Systems for Self-Care, will be up and running soon. I'm so excited about it because for a long time, and I know I've shared this before, but like, you know, I was like really into running and like started the podcast and then I like was into like imperfect eating and started the website and, you know, stopped using JacquelineRithio.com and it was like, there was just like a lot of different things that I was like, I don't really know how to like mesh all this together, but the new website will be doing that and I'm really excited. I'll tell you more about it when it launches, but thanks so much. I'll see you in the next one. Take care.